Food is about the relationships that join us to the earth, fellow creatures, loved ones, and guests, and ultimately God. How we eat testifies to whether we value the creatures we live with and depend upon. To eat is to savor and struggle with the mystery of creatureliness. When our eating is mindful, we celebrate the goodness of fields, gardens, forests, and watersheds, and the skill of those who can nurture, seed, and animal life into delicious food. We acknowledge and honor God as the giver of every good and perfect gift, but we also learn to correct our own arrogance, boredom, and ingratitude. Eating invites people to develop a deeper appreciation for where they are and who they are with, so that their eating can be a sacramental rather than a sacrilegious act. A thoughtful theological relation to food makes possible the discovery that eating is among the most intimate and pleasing ways possible for us to enter into the memberships of creation and find there the God who daily blesses and feeds life. Welcome to Ecology and Existentialism. My name is Mason. I thought for the first episode of the new year, I should reference back to all what all started this journey of revision in my life. Uh, Food and Faith was the first book that I that forced me to evaluate my actions and make a change if I was desiring to be intellectually honest. And the reading you just heard is from Norman Wurzba's book, Food and Faith, in the chapter, Thinking Theologically About Food. The sentence where Wurzba says, uh, the direct quote is, how we eat testifies to whether we value the creatures we live with and depend upon. Uh, this sentence was one of the first that forced me to think deeply about this whole relationship we have to what we eat and the natural world. If I'm merely grabbing a burger uh, on the go and eating it for the simplicity of calorie intake, I would say I have reduced the creature down to nothing more than a utilitarian use. And that would go same thing for any creature or plant I eat in that manner of just usefulness to my body. Um, although I find the utilitarian way of looking at things to be easiest and most helpful helpful for many aspects uh, in life, I had to come to the acceptance that some things carry more significance than just the literal. I sometimes like to use the example of a parable or metaphor. If we look at a parable or metaphor literally, then often we're missing the primary or deeper significance to that story. And I think the same goes for food. Uh, if we just understand it as fuel for our bodies, we miss the sacredness of sharing food with one another and how it can transform a community of any size into one of care and respect and uh, genuine uh, peacemaking. In the following lines where uh, Wurzba says, to eat is to savor and struggle with the mystery of creatureliness, the acknowledgement of that is something I try to remind myself er with every bite. Um, am I savoring this food in a way that honors the struggle that was put into it uh, in order to get it to my table? And is that struggle worth the savoring? Uh, for example, of meat, I've come to the conclusion that the death of an animal is not worth the savoring or disruption of peace and health of our earth. And so that's why I've chosen not to consume meat, for example. And I think that goes with everything that we decide to consume. Um, has there been a disruption of peace in the making and bringing that to ourselves, whether that's um, unsustainable farming practices or poor treatment of animals or poor treatment of people that are being 
used or um, employed to bring us the food, whether that's meat or vegetables or anything. Uh, the next sentence the next sentence is actually why I've made a pretty significant shift in what I see as a valuable vocation. I'll just go ahead and read it again. When our eating is mindful, we celebrate the goodness of fields, gardens, forests, and watersheds, and the skill of those who can nurture seed and animal life into delicious food. If we are to be mindful and by doing so celebrate the natural and modified systems that aid people in bringing food to our tables, then shouldn't those occupations be held with high respect and regard? I know personally I haven't always admired or even respected the work of farmers or the environment that grows our food. Um, and prior to this new way of understanding food, I saw it as insignificant and um, the whole lifestyle just completely ignorant to our modern technological advancements in society. And now in retrospect, embarrassingly, I was obviously, um, I was oblivious to the reality that Earth doesn't care about modernity or, um, or technology advancing and the most of what the modern world consumes itself with but rather sustainable farming practices are what should be highly respected and sought after instead of wealth and the newest gadgets or the newest <laughs> saying gadgets make me sound like a 50 year old person <laughs> anyways rather than the newest and greatest um human-made object and just to clarify, I also realize that there are a lot of technologies that modern farming farmers use and are being implemented into their day-to-day -day work, but they don't seem to be sustainable or self-sufficient without continued external input, whether that's gasoline for machinery or extra materials. It just inevitably it is going to not be sustainable because of that external investment. And jumping to the sentence that says eating invites people to develop a deeper appreciation for where they are and who they are with so that their eating can be a sacramental rather than sacrilegious act. I can't help but reflect on the many meals I've had when traveling to other countries and regions. Each one is so memorable because we are engaging in the sharing of a core element of life with one another. I may never have tried any of the peculiar dishes the hosts are serving me, but I engaged in sharing this locally crafted and generational dish that holds significance and a sacred position in their culture. For example, when I was in the Caucasus, often the meals revolved around a local food that that region is able to grow. So one place I went, it was nuts. It was like, I think pecans and uh, walnuts and all these different sort of things. And every dish incorporated one of these and you could see that it was passed on from generation to generation. And these practices um, have quite a bit of significance and the people are proud to make these dishes and to show you because it was never something I had ever tried before, but um, by doing so and sharing it at the table with them, sometimes even in silence, just because we didn't share a language uh, really taught me to be appreciative of the work and thought and um, hospitality that these people endured just for myself and to bring me that perspective of their home. 
And this leads me to ponder the potential of sacrilege whenever we engage in eating of another's culture's food in a way that doesn't necessarily share or reflect on the history and struggle of creating that meal. Immediately, I think of Mexican fast food and how it has become bastardized in a way that hardly is recognizable to what it came from. Uh, Rather than it being a matter of sharing the food with the specific culture, every time we want to eat it, I think being more intentional with the savoring and struggle aspects while eating various cuisines could be at the forefront or should be at the forefront of our intention when opting for meals not of our own culture. So rather than taking part in that new form, easy form of um, cuisine, maybe we should restrain from that and focus on our own region's food and how can we better do that and how can we better support the struggle and effort that's going into bringing the food around us to the tables or um or to those in other areas how can we better that rather than reaching to other places and maybe partaking in something that we don't necessarily fully understand and sure that's a little bit of an extreme perspective but i think it's easily something that like isn't very comfortable to think about and maybe should have a little bit more time spent on before we just go for the easy option. And I think all these things can be easily implemented once we are conscious of the significance of eating with one another. And for all these reasons are why I opt to take time before every time I eat to, again, reflect and give thanks to the struggle and work people put into the food we eat and that that has evidently flowed to all regions of my worldview of whether it's the environment or food production or economy or um, even religion and um, different regions of the world and how they observe their consumption of goods that's about all i have to say for this short paragraph I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. If you did enjoy the show, you can leave a five-star review wherever you listen. Uh, Also, I would love to hear your thoughts or disagreements with my takeaways. Uh, And you can email me at ecologyandexist at gmail.com. Have a splendid day. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.